Hey guys, what is going on? I'm Lisa. And I'm Eric. And welcome back to the Music Matters Media podcast. And today we have such a cool and exciting episode, Eric. We are going to be speaking with artistic director and composer of The Lucid Project. Ooh, mysterious, but super interesting. I can't wait to talk about this. Now, for those of you who may not know what Lucid is, it is a music-based, wellness-focused experience into an app, personalized just for you. Cannot wait to talk to Aaron later in this podcast. But first, as always, we have our top three international countries from all around the world. So, Eric, you ready to dive in? Ready as always. All right. Coming in at number three, we have the United Kingdom. Nice. Nice to see them again. Coming back strong. Coming in in number two, we have Colombia. Nice. They're still strong as well. Taking our second spot. And coming in at number one for its third week in a row, we have Mexico. Congratulations, guys. You guys are super loyal. Shout out to those three countries, United Kingdom, Colombia, and Mexico, taking our top spot again. Thank you guys so much for listening. And for those who didn't make our top three this week, have no fear. You can make it next week or any week after that if you so do choose. All you have to do is share this podcast with your friends, with your families, with any loved ones you may have, and we could be shouting you out next. And without further ado, here is our interview with artistic director and composer behind the Lucid Project. I hope you guys all enjoy. How's it going, Aaron? Good, how are you? Good, you are on now with Lisa and Eric. Hey, man. Hey, guys, how's it going? Can you please introduce yourself for our listeners? Sure, so my name is Aaron LeBay, and I am the founder and CTO of Lucid. And Lucid is a tech startup from Toronto, and we are working at the intersection of machine learning, music, and um, mental health to help bring solutions for uh, for people who are dealing with mental health challenges. Can you explain how the app works? Sure. Yeah. So we just released our beta app, and um, currently the app works by basically you uh, log on, you enter um, a self-assessment score based on how you're feeling. And depending on how you answer, the music will be catered to that state. So uh, say you're super, super stressed, then the music will be working differently than say you were really calm. Um, We also built systems that use uh, biometric devices. So like EEG readers, heart rate monitors, and um, the music responds to those biometrics as well. So our new version of the app that'll be coming out in a couple months will have that capability. And right now we're just trying to test out the music and see how people feel about it. 
How did you come up with the idea to create this app? Uh, good question. So I um, previously I did a couple of degrees. Uh, my first one was in audio engineering and acoustics, and the second was a design degree. And through the process of going to school, I myself was having some difficulties with mental health and just noticed that there's um, not too many options for people in a holistic sense. There are, but they're very expensive. And, um, and aside from that, it's just kind of medication. So I figured maybe there's a way using the craft that I have the ability to work with, which is sound. And through a lot of research, I found that sound has a lot of pretty amazing properties that we can work with. And some of these really powerful tools can be integrated with music. So that's where I started uh, building this company, essentially. And the app came after that. And how long have you been working on this company and on this app? So uh, Lucid is a year old, um, but before that I was doing research for about a year. So it's a two-year project so far. And the app we started about six months ago. And I know you mentioned earlier that you have a background in audio engineering. Can you expand upon that? What is your background in music? How long have you been a part of the music industry and that whole scene? Yeah, totally. So I've been a part of the music industry for about seven years. Um, I started out uh, by going to school at the State University of New York in Fredonia, where I studied sound recording technology. So if that degree is a mixture of music composition, performance, and audio engineering and acoustics. So it was pretty interesting. We did a lot of physics, math, um, acoustics, electronics, and then also music, um, just a musicianship core. So from there, I worked in um, doing just you know production work. I produced uh, jazz music. I produced some rock music. And then um, from there, I decided to go back to school. So I've been a musician for about 15 years and then in the industry for about seven. Now, from what I've gathered, the app has two modes, energized mode and calm mode. So what, yes. what was the trial and error like throughout the process of creating this music to fit those two categories? Yeah, so that's, uh, that's a, also a good question. So we do all of our music is research based. So um, we use uh, EEG readers, so basically brainwave readers that um, we have people wear while we play different forms of music. Uh, so through that, we've done a lot of composition that is this method of you know, seeing how the brain reacts to certain sounds, building on top of that, and, um, that's, and also a lot of like previous research on music therapy, um, things like the isoprinciple, which is the concept of matching mood and then changing things based on tempo and um, and key changes and stuff like that. So it's built on basically previous research as well as um, research that we've done in-house with our own sensors, with our own users. What kind of music do you incorporate into Lucid or genres of music? Yeah, so we, we try to use, like, we try to be uh, genre fluid, I guess if you would call it. So we try not to prioritize certain genres. We try to play anything that um, that will kind of fit a certain vibe. The thing right now is we only have one composer in house. We're hoping to hire a bunch more so that we can get um, we can get some more varieties of music in there. But we're also training artificial intelligence uh, to, like you know units to be kind of building these different musical cells, um, and those 
machines that we're building are, are essentially looking at entire Spotify playlists and, and working based on that. So, you know, the idea is Energize and Combo is, is these two different vibes that we're trying to um, bring out of people. And we're trying to use as much music as possible to kind of train those modes, if that makes any sense. Uh, High tech stuff, but um, that's the basic of it, essentially. It does. And how do you determine which genres of music are suitable for Lucid? So a lot of that's based on psychoacoustic properties. So uh, tempo is a big one. Um, Also uh, equalization spectrum. So like we'll do a spectral analysis of a song and we'll know how the brain will react to a song based on that analysis. Uh, We also, um, you know, there's a lot of different research that has been done on different genres of music. Uh, But I mean, ultimately user choice is going to be a big part of that. So we're hoping to expand on that and have users choose uh, different styles that they like for different moods as well. Um, but the research that we've done is trying to compartmentalize it as much as possible. Um, so, you know, uh, Bach, for an example, will generally be a calming sound versus, you know, Megadeth or something, um, which would be probably an energized track. But there's always those, you know, anomalies, and we're trying to work on figuring out ways of, of matching those people. So I saw the video walkthrough of this and I thought this was super cool. Can you talk about the in-person experience that you guys have with the Lucid installation and where that takes place? Yeah, so uh, the Lucid installation is something that we've toured to Toronto, Montreal, uh, Kitchener, Waterloo area. Um, And what that is, is basically uh, the Lucid audio experience, but paired with a lighting experience and a vibrant tactile audio experience. So users wear the biometric devices that I was mentioning earlier. They walk into this large geodesic dome and they sit in a chair. And the chair will vibrate along with the music that you're listening to using vibrotactile audio. So that's basically sound that's portrayed through the body. And then the dome around you changes colors um, based on the, the biometrics that you're, you're giving off as well. So your mood will change the color of the space and it'll also change the music that you're listening to. How long did it take for you guys to create and build that experience, and what went into that? So that particular experience is actually how we got started. So that one took about eight months to build. Um, It involves a collaboration of fabricators, designers, uh, biomedical engineer, um, some communicators, a whole slew of people working together to build uh, this installation, and um, and it was quite the quite the project for sure. Um, and pretty much what we're doing now is trying to take that experience and make it as mobile as possible, which is why this beta app has come into fruition. And we're hoping to keep you know releasing um, further versions of the app to try to match that in-person experience that I was describing just a minute ago. Can you talk a little bit about the team of people that you were working with on the app and what their roles are in the Lucid project? Yeah, so uh, the team that I'm working with, uh, we have seven people right now. Uh, we have a marketing team who um, created all that awesome content that you've probably seen on the internet. Um, we have a data scientist, a biomedical engineer, and um, myself who works with the uh, principal audio engineer and the composer. Uh, the, the three of us also are developers, so we code the machine learning, we built the, um, the actual app that you interact with, and then the rest of our team, as I mentioned, is the marketing staff and the designers. So let's talk a little bit more about the research side of the app. So how long have you been studying mental health and brainwave frequencies? Yeah, so I've been working in the mental health space for about three years now. 
Um, before that, it was just lived experience, essentially. But for the last three years, I've been working on mental health on a scientific basis. So um, all the work that I've been doing in that space is surrounding like psychoacoustics, which is the brain's reaction to certain frequencies. And um, through you know a lot of that research and, and you know applied use with different users, um, we've done you know a few thousand users at this point. Um, we've been able to kind of chronicle how the brain reacts to these proprietary uh, frequencies that we've developed um, and signals that we're building into our app. And I also read on your website that psychology goes into this as well. So how exactly does that tie into the project as a whole? Did you, were you maybe inspired by a certain branch of psychology or a certain discipline? Yeah, so um, the, I mean, the, the branch of psychology that we're most, we're most interested in is perception. What makes Lucid um, so special is, is essentially a, a variety of auditory illusions that we've developed that are able to put the brain into a synchronicity. And through that process of getting the brain in sync, we're able to uh, pull um, you know, the, the dominant state in whatever direction the user needs. So in our case, say they want to perk up, um, we are able to sync the brain with the sounds and bring them to a more energized state. And then we could do the same thing by calming them down as well. So uh, a lot of perceptual science, it's a lot of, um, I would say, more, more neurology than I would say psychology, but it's like, it's perceptual psychology. So that's the branch of psychology that we're working with. And could you elaborate just a little bit more on auditory illusions? Sure, yeah, I'll go into it as much as I can. Uh, essentially, uh, we use what's called brainwave entrainment, which are uh, tonal frequencies that are used to uh, create beat rhythms, and those beat rhythms are what synchronize the brainwaves. Uh, can't go too much into detail about it, but that's essentially how that works in a nutshell. Going back to the two modes that you have, the energized mode and the calm mode, can you discuss the music for each and what people, what state they should be in while listening to to each mode? Mm-hmm. So calm mode is great for um, any time that you need to de-escalate. So if you're you know stressed, uh, that's an ideal mode for you in that moment. It's also great before bed or when you're trying to unwind in the evening. Um, that music is very slow. Uh, very ambient. Um, there's uh, a lot of layers to it. I mean, both tracks have a lot of layers to it. Um, but that one is something that is, you know, has a lot of nature ambience as well. Um, you know, some running water, some, you know, birds, things like that. So it's really, really calming, very relaxing. Um, it, and it has a lot of really nice, slow moving parts that um, intertwine. And I feel, uh, yeah, there's a nice texture that comes, kind of builds with that one. And uh, the energized content is very fast-moving. Um, it has like rapid changes. There's uh, vocals on that one, which um, vocals can be very stimulating. So that's something that we decided to add on that one. And there's heavier percussion on energized mode as well. And that one is great to be used in the morning when you need to wake up. It's also good to help perk you up in the afternoon when you're tired. Um, you know, it's eventually we're hoping to you know market that as a substitute for a cup of coffee. Um, right now, it's, uh, it's still in its early stages, but I would say it's like drinking, you know, a mild cup of tea <laughs> or something. But um, but essentially, yeah, the Energize is fast tempo, you know, fast changing parts, uh, rapid chord changes, that kind of stuff. For the future, do you guys plan on adding any additional modes? 
that we're not sure yet. Uh, we're we're, we're going to be doing some more research. Uh, I think, yeah, we're hoping to probably branch out to do a couple more modes, but um, we got to do some more user testing before we decide exactly what we're going to do. I know you mentioned earlier that you pick the music based on, you know, user experience on what their preference is and on your research. Uh, is there ever a possibility where you guys perhaps provide suggestions maybe to the listeners with yeah. something that they could totally. maybe get into? Yeah, kind of like, you know, Spotify will suggest things based on your music tastes. Um, yeah, we're, we're looking into that as well. I think, um, one of the things that we're trying to explore eventually is, um, is, uh, is having suggestions with like the, the challenge with that is, um, licensing is always an issue. So we're working right now with a couple of record labels to figure out how to get some catalogs available with our app so we can suggest artists that already exist and, you know, kind of go from there. So let's talk about the beta testing. What are some of the results that people are getting? Do you have any success stories yet of people becoming more at ease that have anxiety and things like that? Yeah. I mean, we have great user stories. Um, we've, um, like we've had people uh, reach out to us and mention that they've used it in a variety of places. Um, we had a woman use it during uh, labor, which I thought was really, really lovely. Um, we had a woman who was in her uh, final um, stage of leukemia treatments, and she was using it to help de-escalate that. And, um, uh, and, and you know, just people generally saying it's helping with their school anxiety, with their work anxiety, um, you know, just... Uh, a general tool people have been finding has, has been pretty useful. We have right now actively on the app uh, about 150 beta testers. Wow. Uh, we've done a few thousand users in the public setting, and um, we have a ton of great feedback from that as well. It's, it might sound like a bit of a strange question, but I want to see if uh, I can get it to make sense. Um, have, you sure. heard, have you heard of uh, phenomenon ASMR? Yes, actually, I have. Um, so ASMR is a really, really interesting field of research. It's not something that we um, particularly use. I would say the only thing that we use from ASMR practices is the concept of three-dimensionally spaced audio. So all of our music mixes are 3D music mixes. So it's, it just makes them more immersive. It's essentially um, basically trying to make it sound like you're in a different space. Um, and ASMR does that really well. But we don't... ASMR focuses on... Uh, creating certain uh, triggers that stimulate what's called ERP, which is event-related potential in the brain. And that's like where you get those shivers in the back of your neck. Um, it's a really, really cool uh, audio tool. We just don't, it doesn't really work for the therapeutic setting that we're trying to uh, employ. No, right. I just wanted to know if maybe there came any inspiration from ASMR, since I know that some people also use that to relax and to unwind as well. Totally. I mean, like, I, I'm sure it did, uh, I, it wasn't like a cognitive um, process for me to like actually pull from ASMR, but I definitely use those tools myself. And I think pretty much anything related to audio and relaxation was uh, was an influence for Lucid. So I would say um, yes, indirectly for sure. Do you have any future goals that you would like to achieve with Lucid? And do you plan to expand this idea with any other technology? Yeah, so I mean, I... I would love for Lucid to be, you know, a go-to for people when they're having, you know, any challenge in their life in terms of, you know, mental distress. That's, you know, a really ideal scenario for me would be for people who were in my situation a few years ago to be able to self-care at home, you know, 
on their own terms, listening to music, something that's enjoyable rather than, you know, an experience that might be harmful to them or taking medications that they might not need. Uh, so that's, you know, the real pipe dream there is to provide people with a tool for their own well-being. Um, in terms of other technologies, yeah, we're, we're doing a lot of really cool stuff with Biobitactile Audio, as I was mentioning. Um, we're excited to try a lot of different biometrics that we're working with. We're, we're playing around with skin conductance right now, which is kind of cool. Um, and then we're really excited also to explore a lot of stuff with different lighting. Um, we just started doing, like, like I mentioned before, our, our installation has lighting, but we're just starting to get into how lighting can really complement the auditory experience um, at its core. So, yeah, we're, we're really excited to play around with a lot of new tech. Um, but I'd say, you know, overall, our mission is to just give people more tools to help themselves feel better. In terms of the 3D sound that you, uh, that you incorporate into this, uh, how do you arrive at the sweet spot, so to speak, of what it should sound like and how detailed it should sound? Yeah, I mean, there, that's an interesting question. Um, a lot of it, I mean, I, a lot of it just comes from experience. I, I, like, I have um, hundreds and hundreds of hours of audio engineering experience, so I, I'm very picky. <laughs> we also have, we do everything through user testing, so we focus group all of our content. Um, that's another thing that you know, we, we try to be really diligent about is actually doing it through a research practice. Um, so I'd say it's a combination of, you know, uh, just audio engineering work and then also um, having it tested with actual users. We're always, you know, changing and updating and making things better. Um, but I would say there is definitely a point where we're like, okay, this is done. You know, we can ship it. Um, you know, there and, and there's no no real timeline for that. It just depends on the track and it depends on the, on the next. Um, and like I said, we're working with machine learning as well. So those machines are, are, you know, are starting to kind of replace the, the manual process of listening to every track. Um, eventually we'll have it all kind of fine tuned and, and content will be more generative. Is there ever a time when maybe a user reports maybe like a negative experience, like maybe they didn't like a certain kind of music for a certain kind of mood? Do you take that into consideration so that maybe next time you'll provide something a little different or something that's more suitable? Definitely. Um, I, I always say that the users that have constructive criticism are the most important. Um, we, we love all of our users, of course, but... Those who complain, I, I take very, very seriously. So, um, so far out of all of our users, we have a 97% positive response to all of the music. But that 3%, we've been very, very diligent to listen to those people and figure out what went wrong. So, yeah, of course, there's always, there's always some variance to, to like, the work that we do. And, and I think that it's healthy to have that. And I think I welcome that as much as possible just so that we can, you know, create, you know, a better experience for users in the future. I know you guys have a lot of lucid events going on right now. So can you talk about the experience at the event, what that would be like for somebody to attend one of these? Yeah, so our event experience is the live experience, that, like I mentioned before. So a user will approach the dome structure. Um, one of our team members will outfit them with an EEG reader or a um, heart rate wearable. And um, then they will enter the dome and sit in the vibro tactile chair. And basically, the dome will close, and they close their eyes throughout the experience. The lighting will change around them based on what their uh, their body is doing, and the music they're listening to and the vibration they feel will change as well. So it's a multi-sensory experience, all designed to get people into optimized mental states. Super cool stuff. 
you guys, <laughs> you guys mentioned that you also have a music composer as well. So I'm curious. I know you, it seems like you guys have a mix of both original music and licensed songs. So when you do compose music, what what do you compose music based on? Do you compose it based on maybe requests or something you guys think would be a cool experience for listeners to experience? So all, uh, currently, actually, all of our music is original or composed by um, by AI through generative compositions. So the the work it, it all stems from compositions that I write, and then, um, like I mentioned, we're training systems to to create more content. And um, that content, though, is all based on um, a bunch of different research and uh, in, in, in different instrumentation that um, is optimized for wellness. So we use um, a lot of uh, organic samples recorded by um, native instruments and a lot of those tools that use a lot of really great sounding instruments that are already optimized for, you know, the brain's psychoacoustic response for wellness. So, um, I mean, a lot of it is, is inspirations from work that I've done in the past, but I would say it's, it's, it's kind of a blend of, you know, research-based, you know, music therapy and then also just music that, you know, we have found to be really effective with people. Can you give a breakdown to the consumer of why this technology is so crucial to the app? Because there are a lot of similar apps in the same space as you guys. You know, we have the app Calm that you can listen to certain sounds and soothes you. But why is Lucid the ultimate experience and what separates Lucid from all these other competing apps or apps in the same field? Yeah, for sure. So. What Lucid offers users is the ability to passively get to a therapeutic state. So what I mean by that is Calm, Headspace, um, you know, Muse, all of these tools, they, they offer you wellness, but it's at the price of actively training your brain to be able to be well. So, you know, there's guided meditations, there's, um, you know, there's like all of these brain tasks that you are required to do. But when, you know, when you're in a state of distress, it's very difficult to do a lot of those exercises. So basically what we're trying to do is provide the same benefit that you'll get out of these active brain you know, tasks, but without any of the work involved. So all you do is listen to music like you listen to any other music, and the music will guide you to the state that you're, you're trying to reach as opposed to you know, all of this mental work that goes into a meditation practice, for example. And I read that the more that you listen to these certain playlists, the more that you guys will be able to cultivate the sound that the consumer wants to hear. Absolutely. And also the more your brain will um, will act on neuroplasticity. So what, what that means is essentially, um, you know, your brain will actually become healthier and healthier the more and more you listen to it. It's like, you know, taking a prescription, but you know, completely non-invasively, and it's just, you know, prescription of music, essentially. And that's become, I love that, by the way, That's that was amazing, I love that you said that, and that has become such an epidemic, too, uh, we should definitely touch upon this, the fact that people with mental health issues are given all these prescription drugs. Yeah, no, absolutely, and that's that's one of the big calls to action that, you know, brought us to really push this, too, is we're noticing that, you know, it's, it's People are playing, you know, the whole medication thing really, really easily, and it's being pushed, you know, pretty, pretty fluently. So um, we're trying to provide some solutions that will, you know, 
will be kind of a, refresh, a refreshment from that is, you know, an alternative, maybe. Uh, do you guys ever consider uh, using other people's songs in the future? Has that ever been an avenue you've wanted to explore, like using other licensed songs? Or do you prefer to keep it original music? Yeah, so we're definitely planning on doing some collaborations. So right now we're, we're building a portfolio of artists that we're trying to collaborate with. We have one right now who signed on. We're looking to get some more people to help us compose. We're hiring some interns at the moment as well for, uh, for composition. We're also, um, like I mentioned, I think a little bit earlier, um, we're working with a couple of record labels to um, get ourselves uh, what's called an innovator license uh, for their music, but we can actually remix existing tracks um, so people can listen to music that they might already identify with. And what kind of artists are you reaching out to and what genres that you want to get aboard for this project? So the artists that we're reaching out to right now are mostly independent artists. Um, so mostly independent artists in Toronto specifically. Um, and that's just because of uh, ease of access and, and, you know, we're a startup, so it's difficult for us to um, to offer, you know, great licensing deals at this point, um, which we're, we're definitely hoping to change. Um, but we have some really awesome, talented artists here in the city that, um, that are very open for collaboration. And um, the artists that we're looking for are anything ranging from hip-hop, to, um, to rock music, to indie rock. So right now we actually have a really great soul R&B singer who signed on. She's got really awesome music and we're, we're working with her right now. And um, yeah, so honestly, we're, we're trying to span as many genres as possible so that you know, we can provide every single user something that will uh, resonate with them. Is there like a common element among the users? Like for example, do they... Do most users gravitate towards certain genres, or is it all over the place in terms of preference? Yeah, well, we've noticed for therapy, people tend to resonate towards certain you know genres. Um, it's actually it's 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 mostly like electronic, uh, not really EDM, but it's like, like ambient electronic music is really really great for therapeutic reasons. Um, people just seem to kind of gravitate towards that music, and uh, we've been finding that surprisingly. Um, you know, people are resonating with this content. You know, they might not identify with it because they haven't listened to the music before, but it is content that was composed with, you know, a lot of these, like, a lot of music therapy backing. Um, so, you know, that, that field of research has been around for decades. So it's not like we're inventing something completely new in terms of the content that we're writing. It's just we're, we're kind of reinventing what is, what is already out there. So, um, so this content is stuff that people really connect with. Um, because they know it's it's used for a therapeutic purpose. Um, that said, we're definitely excited to get some you know, different genres in there to see what that does with people. And what platforms do you plan to release the app on? And as of now, when can people officially download the Lucid mobile app? So right now the app is available on our website. Um, it's in beta, so we send you a link, and there's like a download process involved. Um, but the website is thelucidproject.ca. And right on our landing page, you can see a sign-up for it. And right now, it is available on iOS and Android. And where can people find you guys on social media? Social media, we got, uh, for Twitter, it's at The Lucid Project. And for Instagram, it's at The Lucid Universe. And before we let you go today, we are Music Matters Media. So I ask all of our guests that come on, why does music matter to you? Music matters to me because... um, I would say in all of the moments in my life where things feel empty and feel lost, 
music provides me solace and provides me purpose. I love that answer. Yeah, that was beautifully said, man. I fantastic, agree more. fantastic answer. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on today and taking the time to chat with us. I am super stoked on this project, on this app. You are going to do some life-changing things with this. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for having me. This has been great. Well, guys, there you have it. That was our interview with Aaron Labay. Eric, I loved it. What a smart guy. And on top of that, what a passionate human being he is. He is so passionate about the Lucid Project. He took his own personal experience of being in a bad place, being in a bad mental state, and tried to come up with a solution to help millions of people, hopefully, out there who decide to partake in the Lucid uh, experience in person or through the app, which I think is incredible and very admirable. And I love that it really speaks to this idea of music being a natural remedy. I've always believed in music as a natural medicine of sorts, especially when it comes to emotions. I think it definitely has the power to just do away with everything that's negative and reinforce everything that's positive. So I really love this idea specifically for that. Very well said. I could not agree more. For anybody that is interested, please head over to the lucidproject.ca. That is the L-U-C-I-D project.ca. They are really on the road to some groundbreaking technology here. I think that this is going to be huge and I cannot wait to see what Lucid takes on in the future. Me too. I mean, this is unlike anything I've ever seen, so I am so rooting for this. I absolutely love it, and I really can't wait to see what new milestones it reaches. Me too, Eric. Me too. And most of all, you guys, we want to know what you thought about today's interview. What did you think about calm mode versus energized mode and the general idea behind it? We want to know your thoughts. So please head over to www.musicmattersmedia.com. Let us know. I want to hear your feedback on this. I want you guys to go try it out for yourself. Head over to their site, head over to our site, and don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on all platforms. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at Music Matters Media. And stay tuned for our next episode.